drinking, bro. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. John Bayman. John Bayman. Yeah, yeah, it's a buddy of mine from Kentucky. I like that guy. Yeah, you like that guy? I, I like yeah, that you guys guy. shouting out yeah. old like high school friends? Like, well, dude, listen. he was doing it the whole fucking time, so I thought I'd fucking Jeff do it. Jeff Ritter is a fucking well, legend. John Bayman is one of the biggest Red Sox fans I've ever met in my fucking life. And as well, we worked together at Texas Roadhouse. I'm just saying. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Greg Darnell. We had a dong off in high school. He, he was the only one with a bigger penis than me. Um, you guys had like an official dong off. An official dong like- off on the football team after practice. Uh, it came down to two sides of the locker because you know in high school you, you got about sixty seventy guys on a team. We uh, we 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 it finally came to a head mid season senior year, and they asked us to lay our dongs down on. Uh, on the on the bench and uh, we had a bench up hard no no no, we did not get hard we did a flaccid but here's the thing i think greg darnell warmed up beforehand he beat me by a half inch and uh cheater it is still talked about to this day greg's a cheater yeah greg darnell uh still one of my best friends actually uh named a movie after him Um, you can you can be you can be best friends with a guy that has a, a dong similar in size to you I can, oh. I can be actually. Um, I, I don't have that. I don't have that ego. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's a yeah. good quality. E- ego lies in other parts of my life. Not. It's uh, a good quality. Not in, not in wiener size. Um, kind of so, like you know, kind of like cha- cha- you know, topping the charts with a movie, and no one in Hollywood even bears to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never that's, that, that that's not an ego for you either. Apparently, uh, never seen anything like it, dude. Never seen anything like it. Yeah, but uh, but but we can we can talk about that. We can talk about that movie that that fucking what's his name did about the farting corpse that he oh talks my to. God, yeah. what? Yeah, Swiss Army man. We made just about as much oh, as that God. in the box office. Not only that, but that was not number one on Amazon uh, or iTunes like our movie was. Uh, yeah, but but they're wow. getting praised like heroes. Oh, um, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah, you're a hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have two Medal of Honor recipients. Like actual in the actual movie. heroes <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, we're nobody. But no, Daniel Radcliffe, I, you, know you made is, a movie though. about a farting. In all course. honesty, Hollywood just hates you guys. Like that's they hate the military. So they do. Um, they and, do. and that's I'm like I'm not even not even kidding on that. Um, it's all pretend for them. <laughs> it, it is really. <laughs> it is. It's a pretend world. They don't even. They don't, really even know what, they don't know what the walls outside Hollywood, outside Los Angeles lie. Like they, they think it's just, they learn about everything at fundraisers and galas. Yeah. Hey, let me, let me ask you this. So the 22 pushups thing is, is big right now. Um, Yeesh. Wh- yeah. Where, where are you guys at, at on that? I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, Dude, I don't think it does anything. Yeah. So I'll say my personal thoughts. I think, you know, the, the, I understand they were trying to do good by it, and you know you actually got a lot of people posting it. I mean, you got actors and shit posting it, so it did its part. But I think the the whole side of awareness is kind of done. Yeah, we don't I think, need the yeah, awareness. I think everyone's fucking like, aware. Like my like, mom knows two things here's, about veterans, here, here, and that's here, one. Here's what I rather do than twenty two pushups. Hey, get get them to write a congressman or a senator or the VA a letter. Like, yeah. yeah. Instead of filming yourself do pushups, film yourself writing a letter to somebody that is an, in an elected position that can do that can make a difference and say hey i'm upset about the following things i would like to see you follow up on these yeah like, I, i'm if we're gonna you. get celebrities to do all that stuff and they're and they're gonna take five minutes of their time have them take the time to do something that actually could 
possibly make an impact. And if that's maybe getting the, the VA to change policy or to fire somebody yeah. and put somebody new in there. Like, so, some guy just did a new challenge. It's pretty cool. It's 22 days of, of it's not like, I don't know how you say it. Of removing whatever from your life, whether it's drinking, smoking, yeah. dipping. And I thought, like, well, dude, now you're improving a veteran's life for yeah, 22 days. They could potentially uh, uncloud his vision and he exactly. can actually do something successful. Which here's, is, here's another point that I want to make to this. Like, how many, yes, we have seen all these celebrities jumping down and doing the 22 push ups a day. But four months ago, when the director of the VA came out and talked to and compared the VA wait times with Disneyland, I didn't see any celebrities getting on a fucking camera or a news outlet and speaking out saying, hey, this is unacceptable and now I'm pissed. And oh, by the way, I have millions and millions of fans that are also going to be pissed with me and put pressure on these people. So again, it's like, cool, you did push-ups. Like, fucking do something. It, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't help veteran suicide. It doesn't, it doesn't, I, 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 I see it, it all the time yeah. and I'm like, uh, from actors. Now right. in particular, because you know I'm friends with a lot of them and shit, and I'm just like, oh well, boy, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna what, ask you guys what the real. Here's what happens, man. You know why those actors do it? You know why the actors do it? And all these because like probably because they feel the pressure if they don't do it. They got called out by a veteran, probably a veteran friend that's probably big up there in the social media or world. Just somebody that just right. said, hey, would you do the? Yeah, and so then they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna support. Say no. Yeah, they're not gonna say no. They're gonna say I'm gonna support the veterans because you know what they support the veterans, and if they don't do it, then they're gonna look like fucking assholes. Yeah. So then they go and do the twenty two pushups my without twenty two without really you know thinking about it, you know, and and you know, hey, cool, they support veterans. They, their pushups didn't change shit. Write twenty two emails to a fucking elected official. Write write get twenty two of your friends. Or how would to you write volunteer twenty two days to veteran organizations that need fucking support? <laughs> I mean, I think volunteering your time is more important than or fucking money. Do, you know, donate twenty two dollars to to. Uh, Fuck I don't, anything other than fucking pushups that don't do anything. There's no dude. There's no need to do awareness anymore. We all fucking got it. We get it. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and the circle of everybody that's doing it are the people that already know. And yeah. dude, and nothing against that company. Dude, what they did was fucking, man, was genius. And it's done well for them. And it's done well for the veteran community of awareness. But really, realistically, everyone was already aware. Yeah. yeah. We already yeah. knew. Because we're the ones that are circling the problems. But again, it's those, those same celebrities that will jump to do things like this just because it's almost like they're checking that box for the year. It's yeah. not really... Yeah, and it's not really like <laughs> shit. Hey, 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 with, we, 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 go we, we, visit we, a guy with no legs and Walter Reed. Like that'll do more than your fucking video with push-ups. Yeah, exactly. Make somebody exactly. make somebody's life that got fucking flipped upside down by the yep. GWAT a little better. You know? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> hey, but by the way, kids, we 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 jumped into that. We sometimes, by the way, to our listeners, like we're all best friends in real life, so we just start chatting and we forget we're like we have sponsors and shit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Let's uh, let, let's roll through the sponsors and then uh, we'll, we'll get back to the good times here. I uh, <laughs> the, the the first one uh, it's kind of a new fave after after the last episode when we really broke it down. I was like, oh shit! Now I want to see this go down. Uh, it's Havenlock H A V E N L O C K dot com. Uh, when you lock doors, your night what goes through your head? It only takes three kicks. To get through your front door with a locked deadbolt. Are you really that safe? Is your family that safe? Haven Mech is a new door lock that is 10 times stronger than a deadbolt. Haven Mech will take over 50 kicks without failing. Uh, Haven Mech pre- prevents break-ins from happening. Please, please, please go to havenlock.com and get this lock. And then post a video 
if you can if you can bust down a door before 40 50 kicks with with Havenlock uh we'll give you something we we'll give you a, a signed hat or something uh or a t-shirt uh, cuz i want to see this go down now uh these guys raised uh, over 100 grand on kickstarter they're a veteran owned company they're based out of nashville um and they've got this this fucking power lock for your front door uh or back door uh however you swing that uh it's supposed to be the business <laughs> Supposed to be the business. Uh, it's only 99 bucks for the lock. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 10% off. Uh, and again, send us a video if you have the Haven lock on. Uh, and we'll post it on Instagram. Are you trying to kick in a door under 50 kicks? Um, uh, I'll tell you what, Ross. We'll give you a signed right t-shirt in. if you're able to this do rolls, it. This rolls right into our next sponsor of the show. We, we hope that the gate... Uh, to the field at the Army Navy football game does not have Haven Lock on it because, <laughs> because we are offering a bounty of one thousand dollars a person up to twenty people to streak the game in thongs. Oh my god! With Drinking Bros Podcast dot com t shirts on, so go to Drinking Bros Podcast dot com, get a t shirt, art fifteen flags, yeah, an art fifteen flags, and then streak the streak the fucking uh, halftime or not not halftime, streak the game, and then have you know. Somebody film it. Uh, just send us the video for proof because we're, we're amped to see that go down. Um, <laughs> and and uh, hopefully hopefully you don't get shot by somebody with TartarusOrdinance.com. T-A-R-T-A-R-U-S-O-R-D-N-A-N-C-E. They are the leaders in home defense ammunition. Uh, they make you say, I wish a motherfucker would. Uh, they, they also they also they also sell firearms there so uh it's a one-stop oh, yeah. shop for for blowing people away um go to tartarusordinance.com <laughs> type in the promo code drinking bros you get 10 percent off of everything and they, they've got a subscription now their subscription base you just get bullets shipped to your house every fucking month which is rad uh kenny gunter and those boys we love them we love them to death um big big fans of the show uh, I know Matt, Matt and you guys were out pew-pewing with them uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, you know how my, my voice always goes up on Strikeforce Energy? It's, it's because I'm anticipating the Strikeforce inside my mouth. It is the tastiest uh, little tiny tin pouch full of energy drink you will ever have in your life. Kick the fucking can. You don't need the can anymore. Uh, <laughs> they ship that. anywhere in the world. Uh, you can get it in, in fucking uh, different parts of South Africa if, if need be. Um, you can get it in Turks and Caicos if you're there. Uh, they ship anywhere in the world. It is the finest energy drink in the lands. Uh, kills Red Bull. You can put it in any liquids, uh, waters, uh, beers, liquors, coffees, you name it. Uh, it'll keep you going all day and all night. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 20% off of everything. Uh, that's also another subscription one, man. Uh, you can have that shipped to your house uh, every month on a subscription like we do. We love Strikeforce Energy. It's our jam, and they will also... Uh, they will also all be at uh, Freedom Fest. Uh, so get Freedom your tickets. Fest. Freedom Fest. Get your tickets. Uh, you can meet Mr. Sean Matson and, and Bruce Bruce Lee himself, uh, the uh, owners and operators of Strike Force Energy, along with the owners and operators of Warfighter Tobacco. Uh, go to warfightertobacco.com. Rocco, those are Rocco's favorite cigars in the yeah, entire they world. Yeah, are, man. And uh, five five six is the one I smoke the most, man. 
The 556 is the one I recommend. I love it. It's the one I just, that's every time I get them, I, I smoke the fuck out of those things quick as shit. Yeah, man. They're, they're uh, made from Cuban seeds, hand rolled in the Dominican Republic with tiny, tiny little Dominican fingers. Um, uh, smoke them if you got them. Uh, you better not have a hookah. Pick, pick up a cigar. Put down the fucking hookah. Be a man. Don't be a fucking pussy in this life. Don't be a fucking pussy. Uh, go to warfightertobacco.com, type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 10% off of every cigar in the whole goddamn store, which is nice. Uh, and if you're smoking, you might as well read a fine novel for men. Read at night she cries while he rides his steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. It's the funniest book ever written. If you liked uh, Range 15 or Airplane, all that shit, uh, it's exactly like that. Dude, I, I heard it recently won an award, dude.com. It was the greatest book of uh, 2016 to yes, dump to. That is correct. That yes, is correct. So they, they recommend it as toilet reading. Yeah, yeah it is. It is uh, night she cries. No, that's yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's, it. Uh, it's, the, it's the people's choice for reading on the toilets. Uh, I gotta, we, we, gotta, we had a guy. The problem we, is, is you generally get hard when reading that book. So it makes, the, it makes a dump. The other thing, there. I had a guy say his legs went numb because he was laughing so hard. He just wanted to keep reading on the toilet. He got up and crashed through his bathroom door. Uh, he's, he, was, he said he was lying there. He made it through the door. He was lying on the other side, and his wife was like, what the fuck? And his pants were still down. Legs were almost purple. He was sitting on the toilet for an hour. I got an email from this dude. Uh, <laughs> the, guy, the guy's name was Keith. So, Keith, if you're out there listening, I appreciate it. Keep on reading. Since the door's already crashed down, now you can just walk right through it after taking a shit. So, uh, get it night she cries while he rides his steed on audible.com, amazon.com, even walmart.com now. Welcome to the party, Walmart, hey. you fucking dicks. Uh, as, as long as every I don't think you could call them dicks after like they just picked up your book. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's sold out uh, on the on the first uh, day out of there. So obviously there was demand for it, and they 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 re put it back in there. But uh, but yeah, I, look, they they could have been having this magic for a lot longer than they did. Now they're they're coming to their senses, um, and they're they're joining the 21st century. We're, we're not. It's not like we're playing cards with our brother's kids here. You're reading the finest book ever written. Uh, and dude, uh, dude, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, rock him, dude. I just, I'm on Instagram, I mean, I'm on Facebook right now, and fucking George Grimm just got another Drinking Bros tattoo. He no got the tattoo, way. yeah, a tattoo on his calf. It's actually done by David Kang. Shut he's the fuck doing up. tattoos now. I swear to you, he's doing tattoos now, and he just there's nothing like an amateur tattoo artist, is there? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> And it actually looks pretty good, dude. So I'm just tripped out right now. You got to drink it. <laughs> I'll oh, send it to so you, Ross. Good. Yes. Wild, hey, l- l- post it on the, uh, the Drinking Bros podcast uh, page. By the way, Definitely anybody will. out there, we got uh, you know, the Drinking Bros podcast.com. has got all your t shirts, uh, mugs, and gifties for yourself. Uh, the teas are dope. We also have a Facebook uh, fan page as well as an Instagram uh, that we post a bunch of weird shit on. Um, I, and j- if you j- ordered a French press. A bunch of uh, some of them broke in the shipping process, so they're being reordered and reshipped to everybody that ordered that pre ordered the French press. Yes, uh, so we're sorry from that. Uh, uh, but they'll, they'll be out to you shortly. Uh, JT, I want to start, I want to kick the things uh, off with you tonight. Oh, oh really? Man. Because I've got ideas, Ross. I know man. you do. You, you've, got, you've got ideas, you've got big plans. You're going places, kid. You're going to be a star one day. Uh, one day I heard so my 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 buddy oh, is one, one of my best friends he was uh, uh, you know on the Instagram stories now which is replacing Snapchat 
Um, yeah. He accidentally hit the thing, but he was listening to a Third Eye Blind song. Can I graduate? You know that song? Jared? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know. I don't know that yeah. at all. Well, yeah. yeah. Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Can I graduate? That song, it's super like loud and aggressive. Uh, uh-huh. So he was on Instagram stories. at, at uh, He was visiting. He's in Hawaii. They were visiting the Pearl Harbor thing, and he was taking like a nice, like solemn, you know, thing of like Pearl Harbor and all that shit and he hit the wrong he had he got a brand new iPhone 7 hit the wrong button started blaring can I graduate hit the stories thing not only is everybody on on the ship on Pearl Harbor looking at him like you disrespectful motherfucker but he hit the story thing so it launched and it was on his thing all day and people were making fun of him for it uh yeah, that's hilarious what's the most inappropriate comment well, you can't you, you can can't, d- you, you dm you can, yeah, so you when, you, DM when you hit the them, message yeah. it goes straight to their dm which is a pain in the fucking ass oh i'm not gonna do yeah, that so though. i've done a few of those and gotten like 20 dms you're like fuck these things dude i know i know so it got me to thinking what is your what, like what's the most inappropriate song you've played at something because you're super into music jared like you've I, I know you've done something fucked up somewhere oh yeah 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 uh we went into a pilot bar actually in uh at hill air force base in salt lake city utah Right. Uh, there were four of us, uh, JTACs, you know, went into this fucking, it was full of just F-16 pilots. So, you know, they're all, they're all telling each other stories about doing air-to-air with their hands. and Like, I was shooting missiles at this guy like this, and then I fucked him up. And uh, I walked straight over to the jukebox with a straight face and put on Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just stopped because they were like, they were playing like hardcore, you know, drunken country music and everything. And I just paid the extra, you know, a couple bucks to skip everything else and go straight to Crimea River. <laughs> and, then I, and then I immediately followed it up with Spice Up Your Life. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a baller one. I like that. What about you, Rocco? Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't even know because I'm not. I mean, I'm not into the music thing is is like that. So I don't think I've ever done anything weird. Like not during. Let's so let me ask. But like during sex, did you have like a go to CD that like you you hit the wrong thing or you know? No, man. Like like I'll tell you what. High school, I I just had the the go to fucking mixtape that I would use, but nothing was inappropriate. It's all fucking like Keith Sweat and shit. So I I don't have a story that would be fitting into this. I my go to sex song was the remake, uh, the techno remake of the Brian Adams song. Uh, Oh no! You're way, kidding! Which one You're is that? kidding! Which one is I'm thinking about our younger years. Oh, there's way better Brian Adams songs <laughs> it was than that, only dude. you and me. Damn. Yeah, there was a techno remake of that in 2002. I was that was my go-to. That's I, funny. I fumbled a night one night. Uh, I, I I hit the wrong thing. You know, you remember those CD changers that you had before <laughs> fucking changed digital? Yes, yeah. dude. Uh, a blues traveler. Uh, I accidentally oh, hit a fucking fuck. blue. Uh, you know that blaring harmonica? A uh, once upon a midnight. <laughs> and I was like, you know, trying to set the mood. Like I everything was awesome. And, and all of a sudden you hear fat ass John Popper just blaring through That's my so fucking. Funny. <laughs> Oh, you know what would be a, you know be a yeah, really good it. joke? You know what would be a, a, a really good joke <laughs> against Ross Rocco? We're going to do this. I'm going to get Jesse in on it. I'm going to make a playlist of just Papa John's commercials when he uh, when it's him talking. Oh, I'm gonna, God. I'm going to have, have her hit play on that about midway through their next oh, excursion. The, uh, God, it's, it's football <laughs> season. Papa John is back. 
You know I hate the Papa. <laughs> I, just, I hate I the Papa. I want to ruin Ross having sex. You know what's funny, him dude? having to hear Papa John's voice. When people put like when people fucking put sex music on, I, I don't even I don't ever take the time to put fucking music on to have fucking sex anymore, dude. Like that's never at any point hear, in your life did you put everything. on like music. Like yeah, music. dude. When I was younger, you you put on music because it's fucking awkward because no one talks, right? Yeah. Now if you fuck, you're like, yeah, you like it like that, bitch. Yeah, you know? I yeah, yeah I don't. I, yeah, that's yeah, true. I don't know any adult that puts on music. Fucking die. I want to hear you, that rib right. being so, broken. So I don't think I, I think about putting, yeah, I want to break your ribs. Yeah. It's fine. I'll I love you. I want to hear you wheeze. But the thing is, like, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, like, I think when you're younger, you put music on because it's just that, that kind of. I think you're right. I think, yeah, right? you're I think it right. the awkwardness. Yeah. I think now it's just like, let's fucking bang. And it it just, would be weird as an adult to be like, hang on a minute. Let me, yeah, me turn on the radio. Let, yeah. let me dim the lights me, and put some music on. <laughs> like, like, it's even weird as a dog trying to fuck in a car. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, I love that. I still love it, though. I still love it. For some reason, that is something I would do for the rest of my life. I don't know what it is about it, but it's like driving long distance. You're like, oh, let's pull over real quick and knock one out. I don't know why. I'm into that shit, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that, I mean, yeah that's a You're on like a, a, a dinner one, yeah. date, and you yeah. just come back into no, the car. No, if I have like, a fucking house, parking I'm going like, to bang it out in the house. Yeah, I'm not going to do it in the parking lot. Of, yeah. yeah. Figure you under that dress. Yeah. Like, Ew. I, dude, I'll, I'll I'll do weird, yeah, touching and stuff. <laughs> so so I, the Brian Adams that was your go to. What, what is that song called? Baby, you're all. Brian Adams has a lot of. Baby, you're all good that ones. I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also has. What was, it, what was the other one? It goes. It's the one from Robin Hood. Oh Brian yeah, that's Adams. right. He did the theme, the, the, the Kevin Costner one. The yeah, theme Kevin Costner, Robin Hood. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's called Hat. It's called Heaven. Let me find the techno version. No, dude. Oh, oh give me yeah. The, give me the one from Robin. I want to hear the one from, from fucking... I, I finally oh, believe we're in heaven. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's the one say, from Robin? By DJ Sammy. DJ Sammy. I tell you what. Say, hey, Jared, send it to me in Dropbox, and we'll attach it to the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. We're in heaven. That way, that way, <laughs> that all way, of our listeners, yeah, the next yes, time you have yes, sex, yes. put on this song, and then write me the story into the inbox on how it went. Yeah. Send that, send that in Dropbox, and except uh, if you were fucking a dude, like more detail then. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking a dude. I want to know what it smells like. <laughs> if you're a chick fucking a dude to this song, uh, write it in detail. I want to see how you know, write. I want to know why he does that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it from a female. I want to hear a sex story from a female perspective. Banging out a dude. Yeah. How does it feel to like, a chick to bang a dude? Yeah, Dude, Brian like, Adams. Yeah. Did, like, did, like, what did, if, what if the girl Adams. put on Brian That's Adams? That's my challenge. That's my challenge for I'll this podcast. Your crying shoulder. <laughs> I want. I want I'll one woman to fuck a guy a to DJ Sammy's We're in Heaven and then write me the story to me. That would yes. be great. I would I would like that too. Send me so send me that song we'll attach to this episode. Like I would frame that do and you, put it in my house. Ross, do you think those girls get off on that? What? On on Brian Adams? No, banging dudes. Oh yeah, what do you yeah. Mean? Yeah. You think girls get off on banging dudes? Well, do you, do you know the chicks that bang their dudes with dildos and shit? Oh no, I'm not talking about that. No, oh, no, 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 I'm whoa, not talking whoa, about that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just talking no, about no, regular no. sex. Where did I go? Regular <laughs> sex. I'm sorry. I'm I back. Not want, I do not want you to bang a dude. <laughs> yeah. I want you to bang a dude. We don't need <laughs> any videos of dudes getting banged I by their girls. Like, we don't. Need I completely that. thought you were a girl. No, 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 no. I just want to hear. I want to hear the the perspective from the female. 
of this sex. God, I feel like a weird dude right now that I thought straight to that. <laughs> I mean, like, why? <laughs> there's, some good, there's some good stories. I'm not in even Bro-Ads. into that, but I, for some reason, that's the first thing I thought of. So now I'm kind of confused. Hey, hey, oh. look, look, that your mind went oh. there first says a lot about yourself. It brings us back to our first episode. <laughs> Listen, pegging I explains. Just... Uh, where we explain pegging. <laughs> that's pegging I just want right you there. To... I want, I, want, I want you to piss on our brand new carpet and then leave it there and I'll come home and we'll clean it up together. <laughs> <laughs> that is the funniest thing. <laughs> I get dark, bro. <laughs> I, I go dark. I go to dark places sometimes. <laughs> hey, you want to test someone's love. Oh you want to test some... <laughs> <laughs> Please share that story with the audience, please. Yeah. please. Uh, oh, that's right, Ross. You were oh, part of that God, conversation. No, and, and, and neither just, was our audience. So share that with the world. Right yeah. Just block off. You just got. You got it. If you want to test someone's love, you got to do weird shit, man. And fucking, I, I do being part of uh, psychological operations in my military career. I tested the waters with things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so what? What you made her piss on a brand new carpet and then. <laughs> Up? Yeah, or did you want to find it? Were you trying to find it? You were like, I'm going to find this. You guys place. are it's cleaning just, it up it's together. Just, it, it's like it, it brings back the the mood, right? It, it, what? It, it, it ties it. It ties it all in. <laughs> it ties. It ties the whole fantasy back together. Uh, like, <laughs> leave it. Leave I, it so it stains. I just, I just, and when it stains, and when I come home. We're gonna clean that together. <laughs> I don't know why. Is dude. it a bonding experience? <laughs> Is it a bonding experience? Like that's what I want to know. I don't like, know. Are you oh holding her hand, uh, or, or it's, it's a control? Or do you thing. make her sit there it's, while you clean it's it? It's a control. And you yeah. her. It's a control thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like don't you don't you touch that damn stain? Not until I get you, there. I know you see it. It's an eyesore and it's fucking changing colors. Don't touch that motherfucker till I get there. And then we'll clean it together. <laughs> now that's loyalty. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. I'm going to say this is the greatest story ever told on, on Drinking Bros podcast history right now. Dude, uh, I'm gonna Jared go out died. on a limb. When I when he first heard that he died and I, I like, died. So what I was, what happened? I was so, in so the you basement. so did she did she wait to, for you to come home to clean it up? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> And what when, happened afterward? Like, dude, uh, and then you, he makes me love. Talk, like, talk <laughs> on the stain, yeah, on the stain, it's green now. No, no way. Yes. So, so she, her so, back was down on the on the like the pee stain, like on well, the carpet. You, uh, every, well, every position eventually, but yeah, Ross, and it, like the setup though, and and for the audience, like we're all just group texting one morning at about <laughs> nine a.m., and I'm in the basement in my little like apartment hole. <laughs> And this is in Salt Lake. Matt's on the second level. Richard Ryan's up there. Everybody's kind of in on this conversation. And then Rocco tells that. You just hear me squealing like a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, the first one was, have oh, eat boy. little pebbles out of a dog bowl. Have eat and cereal. record that. Yeah, have take a, a video of herself eating cereal out of a dog bowl. <laughs> yeah, but like no hands, like yeah, licking it like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holy like, shit. Like, yeah, if she can commit to that, that's love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> This is hands down is the best story I've ever heard on this show. We're, and then we're, the next we're, one, we're you want eighty something episodes yeah. in, and, and this. then you want to escalate like you want to escalate their faith. You know, like how how faithful can you be? It's like piss on the brand new carpet and leave that stain until I get there, and we'll clean it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is, this is 
the greatest. This is the greatest shit I've oh ever heard. Oh my god, dude! This is the greatest. Oh my god! god. And the I beauty know, is, man. we we now have a half a million listeners who just <laughs> got to hear this story. Oh my god, it's the greatest you thing know, of all it's time. Funny. It's it's control and commitment, man. Like how how far is your significant other willing to go for you, man? It's like <laughs> as as weird as I can be. If you have someone who's willing to do it, it's just like, man, that's dope. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I think the most I've ever asked for is pigtails and a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm way beyond that. I was doing pigtails and skirts in high school, brother. <laughs> Man, I mean that's uh, creative. Like I, yeah. I, yeah. Holy shit! That's the, I, <laughs> I had no clue. Me, you made me like, want to push the lines. It was, it, I had no clue we were going to talk about this today. And I can't even believe I'm actually talking about it. So. I didn't either. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> I've never even heard this goddamn story. Yeah, uh, you didn't, I'm you didn't, about you didn't it. Have I know to about expand. it. I just wanted to say yeah, that because it's it made super me laugh. funny, dude. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! That's the greatest story ever told on the podcast, uh, uh, hands down. <laughs> People are going to write we, in about this for the for months now. How do months. we tie it? How do we title this? Like this 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 episode has to be titled "I Want You to Pee on the Carpet." Yeah, it really does. Like, hey, I, I want you to pee on the carpet. What? Oh my god! What? Yeah, yeah. No, pee on the brand, but the carpet's sweetheart, brand new. Sweetheart, can you pee on the carpet? Can yeah. that be the title? The, sweetheart, yeah. please pee on the carpet. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude! I mean, imagine, if it, was a de- imagine if it was a deployment piss. Then I mean, you got oh, a whole year of the stain yeah. to sit there. You just got to watch it. Oh, you got to watch it for a year. You've got to, you've got to like live your life around that 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 year long piss. But you stain. have, but you have that beautiful slow mo video of her just pissing. On the <laughs> yeah, did you ask for video, like for proof, or yeah, did yeah, you just yeah, come no, home you and to, you were like, no, proof. you smelled There's the carpet, proof. like you knew? No, you always need proof. Yeah, do you scold her? <laughs> yeah, scold her. Like, like, do you just did you talk bad, down to her? Like, hey, why girl. did you do that? No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, good girl, good. good. No good. way, <laughs> no fucking way. Oh, I'm kind of turned on right now. Yeah. I kind of want to pee on the Holy carpet too. Shit, <laughs> dude, this is gonna start a revolution, man. I think people <laughs> are gonna try this and be like, all right, oh man, look, they did it on the podcast. How far? Dude, how far are you willing to go for my love? When I was in psyop school, man, we were talking about like what would what can you get one of your girls to do? You know what I mean? To just just and so it's like that's psychological operations, right? And you you can't talk about some of these. (laughs) Although I want you to so bad, right? There's some you know the one I want. Yeah, there's some weird shit out there, and and, I love it so much. Oh God! Holy shit! This is amazing. Hands down, Ross, and we'll talk about this offline. Rocco has gotten gotten somebody to do something so unspeakable it's amazing some weird stuff man so i mean he wins this ah game. you got and we, and nobody, we can't yeah. we can't share this no no no, no, no we no, can't no, because no. this is like weird no. <laughs> <laughs> if you think pissing on carpet is weird brother <laughs> yeah. this goes this goes all the way up all the way uh, i i dude i can only imagine i can only fucking imagine oh, God. after oh, after boy. we hit stop we'll tell you and well, then it, you'll die it's just funny man like i mean it's not funny it's it's dude it's it's part of a relationship and if you have this trust you, you're willing to go you know to yeah look look but everybody everybody's suit. got yeah. their own fucking weird shit like you know right. we've, we've you, talked I mean, about you, this before like right and I, so it's like you know you 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 go the distance for your significant other or whatever turns you on or whatever distance. whatever turns you on yeah. and fucking yeah she's going, going for, for speed. speed she's going for pee so, 
And so in PSYOP <laughs> All alone, yeah, all alone. In PSYOP school, I'm w- I'm with a group of other knuckleheads, dude, who are all trying to trying to get the, their significant other Big to Poppy top one. to top the others. And Big yeah, Poppy won. And, and Big Poppy wins. Dude. Oh my god, you you crushed <laughs> yeah, you No, know, you destroyed that the was, field on that one. You pre That was, that was like field. Usain Bolt against a guy in yeah. a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy well, I, shit. No offense to anybody. So in a they, wheelchair. All, they, all, they all think very simple. I, I know. I go dark. You went full. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Monty. Yeah. <laughs> you went full Charlie Sheen on it. Like, yeah, you went full exactly. Sheen. Oh, no. I think you surpassed Charlie Sheen with that. Yeah, one. I probably did. Easily. Easily. Charlie Sheen wouldn't think of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's. That, that, next it, question. Yeah. <laughs> New <laughs> subject. Next question. <laughs> I imagine it the was so I'm unexpected. Like I don't even for know a, where to for go. Two hundredth episode, you have to two number two hundred. You have to say it. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah. What, Rocco, will I you can. commit to that? Three hundred. I can't commit to that. No, I two hundred. That. That's, that's another that's, year. That's another let's year. T- let's let's talk later, Ross, and then we'll we'll, we'll see what you think, and then we'll, we'll <laughs> sure. I don't know. Because uh, by, by the way, to the listeners at home, there there has been some sto- stories and fuck even some episodes. I've kibosh because I just thought there it was, was too an incriminating. Episode. Yeah, there was an yeah, entire episode. Yeah, we had, episode a, we had a, well, a whole episode like, we did, ah. you did never hear. Uh, oh, yeah, God. I think it was too bad. I'm not going to say which one of us, uh, but I, I just uh, I made the executive decision to. It's to, a good to, call. To pull, ah, look, we're we're again, we're uh, we're all best friends, so it's like we don't want to have anything that's going to be hurting feelings or ruining that one, lives. That one got there. that one got real dark. <laughs> <laughs> And it's gone. It's deleted. It'll never be. Oh wow! Uh, really? I yeah. would have. No, I would never save shit no. like that. I, 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 yeah, I don't do that either. I, I, I nuked it, so it's 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 gone forever. Um, but so, hey, speaking of gone forever, Rocco, we'll, we'll we'll come back to you. Vin Scully was retired today. How do you feel about that? Dude, I know, man. It's a I'm, tough I, one I, because I'm that's the voice up. of the Dodgers. That's the voice of the Dodgers for so many years. And you know what? Here's the coolest thing, dude. One of my. One of my one of my buddies just sent me one of the bobblehead dolls. Of, oh, that's fucking awesome! Yeah, dude, what a dope ass, what a dope ass dude, man. Imagine I, if, so imagine ha- Vin Scully calling that girl and selling her to piss on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, she, this girl she graduated in 1975, and with her mother was it? <laughs> Vin Scully always had the best stories, didn't he? Guadalajara, and yeah. uh, she. <laughs> Imagine the times. Well, his wife was actually sucking the blood out of a bite from a rattlesnake. And <laughs> I'm like, God, this guy's stories are amazing. Yeah, so Vince so Scully's so, a bad dude, man. Jared, uh, to to fill you on on who Vince Scully is, he is the he's the voice of the Dodgers, um, which which is a cool thing. He he did it for 67 straight years. Yeah, um, he started when he was, when he was 21 years old. Uh, he's 88. He's finally retiring. He's, he's amazingly full of life. But here's here's the most impressive thing about Vin Scully uh, for for anybody who's not a Dodgers fan, didn't listen to him on a regular basis, is he did it by himself. So our podcast typically runs about an hour, somewhere between 50 minutes and an hour. Uh, he is calling a Dodgers game by himself for three and a half hours every single fucking game I, holy shit yeah dude but this guy but you, you don't know with no one to bounce he, anything he, off of so it's just him yeah so it's just him talking so he had so much information of almost every player it was insane like so much like i don't know how he knew such intimate information about players that were just from either. the opposite team yeah like I, guys would come up to bat yeah. like oh this guy's coming to bat when he was four years yeah. old his father did, and you're like who the fuck knows this shit i know i mean because it, 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 it the stories about individual people he would tell it, it, it rockets it's literally like you said it would get so 
in he'd be so in depth with it. He'd be like, uh, when he was four years old, his parents duct taped him to a Hawaiian punch raft in Cuba, uh, waited for the winds to hit eighty miles an hour, and set him yeah. to sail to America. And you're like, what the fuck? So you get caught up in these stories. You're 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 watching a baseball game, but you're listening to stories about these people's lives that you're like, holy shit. So I, me personally, um, I I write a lot at nights. Um, in particular when I, I was too, yeah. yeah when I was in L.A. So um, you know every fuck every night at seven seven o'clock seven thirty whenever the Dodgers game was on, um, I would flip it on, just have it on in the background, and just listen to him. It was a it was the most calming, soothing voice. Uh, for years and years of my life, and uh, I used to write to it in the background, and uh, we'll miss you, Vince Scully. He was, uh, fuck, man, he was one of the best. And I, literally, I, one of the people that you should probably accredit uh, podcast to is if one guy could sit there and make you interested for three and a half hours in something by talking, um, it's kind of how what podcasts are, and it's amazing that you know people yeah. listen to us for an hour. Uh, I completely agree, man. So it was, let it was alone one of the three great, and a half. It was an amazing gift to be able to receive a, a Vince Scully uh, bobblehead doll, which is limited editions. And stuff. Yeah, so that, that's that was fucking cool, awesome, man. dude. That's fucking awesome. Uh, J- Jared, do you think you could, you, could, you could talk about anything for three and a half hours? Yeah. <laughs> by yourself, what would Great it be? Answer. What would it be? Yeah, what would it be talking, talking by yourself for three and a half hours just, just once? Uh, video editing. Hmm. I could see that. I could actually. Or I mean, I, I mean, that. shit. I could teach. I could teach a fucking nine-hour class about cast, you know, aircraft capabilities. I can yeah. start right now. Yeah, with the I, F-18 I, Hornet, and I can go for nine hours. I, I could see that. I, I could. Well, see I mean, that. I did it. You know, I had to teach. Did so you like, really? You just. I have thirty-eight hundred hours of teaching for the Air Force. Holy shit! I did not know I that. Taught, I taught from two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. No, that's a fun fact about J- Jared that nobody instructor knows. Instructor of military science. Really? Yeah. yeah. Any part of you ever thought about being an instru- like uh, uh, working for a college or anything? No. Um, I would hold like symposiums, like because I think like the daily stuff. Uh, I, I would I would do workshops, uh, and at max three hours. I know how the human brain works, like. Nobody really gets anything when you're when you're elongating certain courses. So I just would like to do highlights and good advice type stuff. Gotcha. What about you, Rocco? Is there anything that you think you could solidly talk about for three and a half hours? Yeah, man. I think by yourself. By yourself. Oof. Three hours. I think fighting. Fighting is one. I think I can because I do a lot of instructing with fighting. So when it comes to just like fight philosophy and, and, and mentality of fighters when they're going into ring. Like today, this morning, we're doing sparring with the kids. And my youngest one was getting real frustrated and he started tearing up. And I was like, okay, we're done. And I'm like starting to talk to him. Like, it's okay to feel nervous. It's okay to be scared. Like things like that. Like fighting is what I know very well for my family. And then the other thing would be baseball. You know what I mean? Anything off the top of your head. Yeah. And another thing is you want me to teach tactics in the military. We can go for fucking hours with tactics in the military because that's what I know very well as a drill instructor, as, as an army ranger. I can go for days on that shit. So... Those are things that that's easily, that's why yeah. I'm a strong public speaker is because yeah. you know we were trained. I I could have had my master instructor badge from the Air Force, but I had poor leadership at the time that did not submit me for the proper paperwork, which kind of sucks. And I'm still sour about because I wanted that. But like we went through a lot of courses, like tests and objectives and and theory and everything like that, where you were you were really learning like how to write a true teaching course and. With that, it's like if somebody says, okay, hey, hey, do you mind speaking for a little bit? Okay, how much time do I have? 
oh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It's like, okay, I know I can get through three bullet points that I'm doing an intro and an outro. All right, all right, I got it, I got it. Here's what I'm going to do. You know, so it's like, I did it so much, it's just become kind of second nature for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think, I think if I was ever to do something for three and a half hours uh, straight, it would, be, it would be filmmaking. I, I think I could do that. Yeah, too. that's what I, I yeah. would assume. I would sure. assume that. Because, you know, we, we're all comfortable in our own space. And, you, and thinking about that right now, Ross, like you, at the most part, you can start, you can start at screenplay, picking a screenplay, writing a screenplay, choosing, you know, budgeting a screenplay. Yeah, yeah, you move, yeah. You move into pre-production, you then move into production, post-production, and then marketing. Now you're talking like four days worth of shit that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, could, I could really gas it on shit like that. But uh, uh, the thing that I find fascinating about Vince Scully is... Shit, the Dodgers' lives, you already know about their lives from, you know, game one. Uh, yeah. Dude, wh where, do you, where do you go? You've covered that. You know what I'm saying? It's the same I, yeah. people that come back and play year after year. And then, you know, you, you always have a visiting team. But usually the visiting team is playing for three or four games at a time. How do you find enough stories and airtime to stretch that out? Uh, well, dude, that's what I was saying. So he told a story the other day about... And it was on social media, dude. It went, it went crazy. It just his stories are insane. And he was talking about a family. that I get, One of the pitchers that came in to pitch, like, relief, dude. And he said, you know, they went out for a hike, and someone got bit by a snake, or they killed a snake, and this and that, and then they made it into shoes or a belt bike. Like, I mean, he just carried on. It's like, how the fuck does this dude know about some opposing team that shows up and only plays fucking, you know, eight fucking nine fucking series out of the year and knows so much in depth about him, his wife, his kids, and a story that is probably very personal to that player on its own. And so it's insane how he does that. And I don't, I don't even know how he fucking does it, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Uh, they had a, they had like a ceremony uh, the other day at Dodger stadium and uh, Kevin Costner came up and spoke. Um, you should, if, if you have a, the, the chance, look up, uh, go to YouTube and just look up Kevin Costner's speech, uh, to Vince Scully. There wasn't yeah. a dry eye in the house. Like I was crying. I was watching on TV. Jesus. I was like, oh my dude, Kevin Costner fucking brings the thunder. He well, gave Kevin a speech. He loves baseball. He loves baseball. Um, more than life loves Vince Scully more than life. But, uh, I also remember him from, uh, Whitney Houston's funeral. He gave a speech that brought down the house, and I was like, God, on CNN, I was like, dude, Costner, Costner's kind of fucking pimpy, dude. He is a dope dude, man, and he loves baseball, and it's funny, he's done a lot of baseball movies. Yes, he has, he has. Uh, and I get it. Uh, shit, if I, could, if I could, I did a baseball movie, because I love baseball, so I wrote one about the greatest dude, wiffle ball player stuff, of all time. <laughs> there's, some, there's some stuff I want to talk about from baseball, so let's talk about it later. Yeah, Fall my friend. My friend recently uh, interviewed Kurt Russell, and it was really good. I was kind of jealous. I want to interview Kurt Russell, dude. Kurt Russell, man, is fucking awesome. Bone Tomahawk He's funny. is I didn't awesome. Know. He used to be in the Air Force. Shut the fuck either. up! I didn't know that yeah. at all. Yeah, he was in. The, he said he was a troublemaker too. They didn't like him. That's awesome. Wow, he's a rad a dude, man. He's yeah, a rad dude. I want to. I want to talk to him now. In, in, in uh, every Hollywood circle, uh, everybody will tell you the coolest couple on the planet is him and Goldie Hawn. They're super family-oriented. They hang out and fucking party every weekend. They have barbecues. That's super funny that because if I, get a, if I get a chance to talk to him, yeah. I'm going to tell him my favorite movie is Overboard. Really? Of his. Well, yeah, it was filmed in my parents' hometown, and my grandpa's in it. Oh, no shit. Whoa. I didn't know that. All yeah, right. he's the guy that's eat, he's the guy that's eating checkers at the uh, insane asylum. I gotta go. Obviously, tombstone. I gotta go tombstone first. Yeah, uh, 
Oh, Tombstone, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. Like, oh, yeah, yeah Bone Tomahawk. I'd go Backdraft 3. I'd go... Um, gosh. I, I, would go, I, I, would I would go do. Hateful 8 4. And then uh, would, Miracle 5. That's my that's I my would, top five Kurt Russells. Praise him on Bone Tomahawk, the fact that they didn't really score that film. The first time you ever heard any music was at the 48 minute. Yeah, great, great movie. We're all big yeah. fans of Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. I, I love uh, it. I love yeah, it. same here, man. So same. stressful. It's so stressful, the whole thing. That, and that killing, too, is still the, the oh best killing God. in a movie. Yeah, it is. D- d- balls to neck, dude. It just goes straight balls down. Balls to neck. <laughs> have you seen it yet? I have not, dude. Oh, my God. You got to check it out. You gotta, I, it's oh, a slow burn. It's a nice slow burn. It's a great, great movie. I, uh, I did, me and Charlotte watched Ghostbusters last night. Uh, the female version. Yeah. How, what, what, dude, what was your thoughts, I, man? I, I, I refuse to see it, but I'm, I, I'm I curious. I don't. I don't think it was. I think you could have had a great movie with the girls and the cameo. I blame the writing on that movie, hands down. Okay. The the ghosts were really cool. Like see, like seeing, you know, new age special effects on ghosts. That was cool. But the writing was awful. Gotcha. The writing was awful. Like that was the writing. It wasn't Kristen Wiig. It wasn't. It wasn't the girls. You could have had a great movie. Like especially doing something different with a reboot where. You use the women instead of just a bunch of new dudes. Right, right, right. I think, I think with Ghostbusters, you couldn't reboot it like that. You couldn't do four new dudes fighting ghosts in the city. I think you had to go something abstract, like, <clears throat> like making it women and stuff like that. But duh, the, the, whoever they got to write that, like, just fucking off yourself already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I don't see a need for remakes at all. Like it, it's, no, uh, there, there is, there's a million original scripts in Hollywood. I just... Uh, uh, but I, I, I am glad that you did so, like somebody saw it and can comment on it because uh, you know we were making fun of it on the show. I watched three three big ones yesterday. I watched Ghostbusters. I watched uh, Warcraft, which that I maybe you got to be a video game person. I was really confused through the whole movie. Okay, yeah, I'm I, not a, I'm I, not a video game guy. What I'm, what, I'm what, what else did you see? What else did you see? Uh, it was Warcraft that, let me look real quick. I forget. I, I, I'll tell you what I, I watched last night. I, we watched that, uh, Amanda Knox documentary on, oh, uh, X-Men, new X-Men. Oh, with, uh, Olivia Munn. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Shitty? No. I love no, all those. No, I love but, all but, those. But the, like, I need to, I actually have to get on and do research at, at the order because I'm confused with the order. Cause we were back in the eighties on this one. Yeah. And, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not super Marvel nerd, so I don't know. I, because I think, honestly, this one, so X-Men Apocalypse, I think, is a sequel to Days of Future Past, the one where they first formed the X-Men, I guess. I, I don't know. I, right. I've got to... I'm sure every time I get confused, like especially with Game of Thrones, I just go on YouTube, and somebody's nice enough to put a video up that's like, all right, for those of you that don't know... An instructional video yeah. for... for, like, for uh... If you... If you look at the Marvel and DC movies, like somebody made this timeline as to where, because like the Avengers alone, they're all out of order. So you have to watch, you have to watch like a Captain America. The first Captain America is like the first one you start with. Then you move into uh, Iron Man, then Avengers one, and then Iron Man three. And then like they have this crazy order that if you watch it in that order, it's now in a seamless timeline. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll check it out. I, I watched uh, the Amanda Knox documentary last night on Netflix. Um, I don't know if you that? remember who that story. That? I was that girl who went over to Italy. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Banging she got that dude, and they got she got her roommate got murdered. She got accused. 
her and the boyfriend of of banging the roommates. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And it went on for like years. She got convicted. She was like locked up for three years. They went to a retrial, and then she got outs, and then uh, immediately flew home. Uh, Then uh, the Italian courts appealed it, and then uh, you know five years later or whatever, uh, they found her not guilty again. But uh, it was just shoddy police work and and all kinds of shit. And uh, the weirdest thing about it was, you know, I'd heard this story for. For years at this point um i didn't really know if she was guilty or innocent i after i watched it i felt she was completely innocent but uh because of one thing uh when they were checking the house you know there was a, a dead body in one room somebody had taken a shit in the toilets and then left that <laughs> shit in the toilet isn't that dna yes it's dna so they they, they know who took the shit in the house and it was like, it, it wasn't Amanda Knox or her boyfriend. It was like, come on. So, and they just left the shit in the toilet. So you, and, they, and they've, got a, they've got a picture of it. So you see video of the shit in the toilet. And you're like, man, whoever took the shit in the toilet obviously murdered this, this girl. Uh, and this guy's DNA was all over the house, including his shit in the toilet. Um, Jeez. So it was a pretty simple case in my eyes uh, after watching this documentary, but yeah. it just kind of shows you like what the media did to it. Uh, they, there was not, like another like dipshit reporter who was on like, and they were like, "Look, we were all trying to make a story and make a living off of this and all this shit." And you're like, "Man." Meanwhile, these you know families keep going through hell, and it's like when you started to really look at all the evidence, you're like, "The fuck was this even going down in the first place?" Uh, same with the JBR thing. Uh, Jared, I ended up watching the John Benet Ramsey thing. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Did that uh, like did, do they know who did it now? Like yeah, it so no yeah, so so CBS your uh, your CBS special uh, said one hundred percent. I mean they were they were pretty solid across the board of their their dream team. They said the brother did it. They said the mom wrote the notes um, to cover up for for the brother. You know they didn't want to lose two children, so they're saying that that. He killed the he killed his his own sister, and then the mom wrote the note, and then they cover it up all these years, and that's that's the thing. Uh, now on the other one, because um, there there was another one out there where they interviewed uh, the brother on Doctor Phil. He came on and did a, an interview. The actual brother of John Benet Ramsey, first time in twenty years, he did an interview for four days uh, with Doctor Phil. He said that he did not kill her, had nothing to do with it. And the, their prosecution, the, the one key fact in this case that's throwing everybody off was there was DNA on her underwear and part of the back of her shirt that wasn't semen or blood or anything else. Uh, it was either like saliva uh, or, or, or something like that. And they don't know where that came from. So Weird. after a while, I watched both of them because, you know, Jared was so fucking into JBR and I didn't know, the sto- <laughs> I didn't know the story that well about John Benet Ramsey. So after I watched it, I was like, fuck, you, you, you just based on that one fact alone, you can kind of go either way on this case. But I, I remember what you said, Jared, and I, I side with you. I think a hundred percent now the brother did it. And, uh, um, you know, maybe the DNA was from something else or previously or whatever, but, uh, uh-huh. Um, I, I think the brother did it. The, the parents covered up for it, and uh, she wrote the note. What's going on in the to catch a murderer or, or to make a murderer world? I know they're doing a second doc. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second season's about to come out. Uh, Brendan DeHassey is getting out of prison, um, and uh, they they filed an appeal to stop him from getting out of of jail right now. 
So uh, whether or not he gets out, they're waiting. Cameras are there. He's supposed to get out in November next month. Um, so if he gets out, they were, you know, I, I told you the, the producers missed the court hearing. So they weren't there to catch it live. Although they, you know, they should have been because it just took everybody from like everybody for, for a surprise. But uh, they'll be there when he gets out in November or, you know, if, if the appeal goes through and he doesn't. But uh, either way, that, that kid should get out. But uh, I, I kind of think that guy, Stephen Avery, did it now. I think he had something to do with it. God damn. <laughs> I, I don't think the Brendan Nahasi kid did. So I think him getting out is fine. But I kind of think the Stephen Avery guy, like after really going through the facts, I forget what number show it is, but uh, Jared pointed it out. He was like, you know, read this article. And I read this article. I was like, oh, God, there's a lot of awful shit about this guy in there. Um, so I, I kind of lean that way. I kind of lean that way. Nice. Uh, but but in that in that, that the, the shit story is the one that got me. Do you guys have a do you have an awful poop story? Either one of you? Oh, uh, uh, there's a lot of shit stories. I mean, that's kind of where I dabble. That's kind of where I dabble. That's my minor. Uh, I got a I got a graduate degree yeah, in pissing on the car, yeah, but I got a minor yeah, in shit stories. Yeah, a lot of shit stories. I, I had. I got I got I mean, fire ants all over my body. Did once. you? Yeah. That has nothing to do with shit though. At, well, I was at a porta potty on Sicily Drop oh. Zone at Fort Bragg, like, and I didn't notice God. until I just like they were everywhere. Oh, what kind of give, give me a kind of a boundary of what kind of shit story? You're so I'll, about. I'll give you I'll give you my story, and then you can you can go from there. Either if that's you know <laughs> high or low on your shit story scale. <laughs> Uh, a buddy of mine, we were uh, swimming all day at a quarry. We went to uh, like a like a rock quarry. Uh, we went to Subway afterwards, so we were still wearing our bathing suits, uh, you know, kind of board shorts or whatever. Uh, we're ordering in. There's four of us. He is the third back in line. Uh, the two of us have already ordered a- ahead of him. We're the only four in the store at this point. He shits himself inside the Subway. The poop. Uh, goes through his pants, bounces off the back of his calf, and then lands on the floor of the subway. Um, well, now the, the sandwich artist, uh, and yes, I'll, I'll, you know, I, call, I call him a sandwich artist. You know, I, call, I, I go by their full job description. That's what they're called. Yeah. yeah. That's the proper way of yeah. saying it. So I, you know, they're lowered behind, so they can't see it. So all of us are looking at each other, and we're like, oh, fuck. We have to order like nothing happens. We all completed our orders, and you know, a couple of us got toasted sandwiches, so that takes a little longer. Uh, and there's only one guy making them, so we all went through the line like nothing happened. We 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 checked out. We got the sandwiches to go, obviously, and then we bounced. But at some point, this sandwich artist obviously came from around the corner and 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 had to notice a human fucking turd in the middle of of the floor on subway. Um, and that was one of the most, uh, disgusting ones that I've, cause he shit in a restaurant on the floor. So somebody, <laughs> that's so awesome. Cause customers are gonna, either a customer came in and, and saw it afterward or the sandwich artist himself noticed it later. But at some point it's going to, it's going to be a thing where it's like, Oh my God, how did a human shit on the floor in the middle of a subway? <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. So I, I would say that that's that's probably my my number one or two like one A one B. The other one was a, a buddy of mine from high school worked in an Arby's and shit in a deep fryer. Um, oh no, yeah. he shit a deep. How does that? So, so he that's shit in a deep fryer. Here's what happened. It got it got cr- like super crispy. So you 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 know he pulled it out of the deep fryer and it was like a big comical thing. Uh, and it was like all right, well what's what's it like in the middle? 
he cut it open, um, this crispy fucking turd, and and the smell just it was so pungent and disgusting. It ripped through the restaurant. They had to shut it down for three days. Um, like like the the board of health was called. Not only did he get fired, um, but they had to call a cleaning crew, clean out the entire restaurant. They had to get a new fucking deep fryer. Um, and it was like fifteen grand or something for this fucking deep fryer. Uh, and they were they were trying to put his parents on the hook for it, so his parents knew about it that he's shitting this deep fryer. Um, I mean, it it became a huge story. Uh, and the kid had his own fucked up shit later on in life. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, he's shitting a deep fryer at Arby's, and then and then cut the turd open, the crispy turd open. Worst smell, uh, like maybe in the history of smells. So those are those are one, awesome. one A and one B. Uh, yeah. What do you got that, that like uh, well, on your shit the, level? Where are you at? I, I have one funny one that my son, man, this 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 knucklehead, he he uh, sharded. He's it, dude. He, so he was five at the time, you know, and he shit himself in his closet, and he said it wouldn't stop. So he just drops his pants and shits in a bucket in his room. So there's shit on the floor. There's shit in the bucket. And then he just took his clothes off and dumped it in the bucket and went to, then took a shower and went to school. And I remember thinking, man, why is this kid get out of the shower so damn late during, you know, right before we get on the bus? And then as I go into the room, I'm like, holy fuck, what is going on in this room? I open the closet. There's shit everywhere. This what? kid, yeah, he didn't want to tell me. He just shit all over the fucking floor. And mind, this is a five-year-old, so he's stepping all over his shit. So there's shit deep in the carpets. There's shit, <laughs> oh, boy. There's sh- yeah, and then there's shit all in the bucket. He just continued to shit until he finally got all the shit out of himself. And then he, <laughs> he takes his clothes off and just drops it in the bucket and leaves and closes the door. How long was the shit in the closet for? Dude, for about three hours until I finally went into his room. <clears throat> so it was just boy. stinky. Oh man, I, I can imagine. I uh, on a bet there was a guy in my fraternity that lived in the room next to me called Dirty Randy. Never cleaned up his fucking room. He was the most disgusting person that I've I've ever met. And we all have those friends, you know, where you're just like, oh god. Um, so we had a bet in the fraternity where uh, we, we thought we, we bet that we could shit in a cup, put it in his room, and he wouldn't like how we had an over under of how how many days it would go. Uh, 180, 187 days. Uh, he did not know. He we, con- continuously was like lighting candles, incense, um, and we just put it on like a shelf behind his stereo. And it was a you know just a cup full of shit that lived there <laughs> for 187 oh days. God. So it got to oh, the end of the school. Won this fucking bet. So it, wait, here's the thing. It got to the end of the school year, and we were like, hey man, you know, because you move out. on the last day and and you know for the summer whatever and so we were like hey randy man uh did you ever notice anything like strange or stinky about your room this this entire year and he was like no man you know and i was like dude but you're always lighting like incense and like bed bath and beyond candles like nothing got to you or whatever and he was like ah you know i don't really you know do my laundry or anything i was like no randy you know someone's shit in your room what (laughs) what and I was like, yes, dude, uh, like we got together, uh, some, a, a dude named Quattro shit in a cup and put it in his room and it's behind your stereo speaker. We pulled out, uh, this, the, you know, we, we, we put it behind the speaker, pulled it out and showed him this dried up shit cup that was in his room and he was fucking floored. 187 days didn't know there was a, a cup full of shit in his room. Um, and I mean, girls slept there like, you know, he was banging girls in there and shit like. 
<laughs> and there That's was just terrible, a cup dude. full of shit in there for 187 straight days. So to Jared, to answer your question, no one won that bet because uh, nobody oh. thought it would go the entire school year. Like, uh, I mean, it was fucking crazy. Dirty Randy. Dirty Randy. <laughs> He is no longer with us, but uh, he, he, that shit story will live on in eternity. In eternity. Uh, man, an- another, another weird turn tonight. But uh, yeah. We'll, eh, yeah. We'll go, we'll go no, to the drinking no, bro no, of the no, week. No. We'll, we'll go to the drinking bro of the week and try to, try to rebound here. This one, uh, man, this is a sad one. This one comes from... Uh, <laughs> Compared to the last one, Ross? Uh, yeah, it is. I know. I know. This one's even worse. Um, and, and, and look, by the way, we appreciate you sending these stories in um, because, because look, I, there's people in the world that are going through the same things you're going, going through, um, and, it's, and it's great that we get to talk about it on the show, and it's, it's great that you submit your stories to us and, uh, and you want their uh, you know, names and, and stories out there. This is, uh, this is from a, a guy named Hayes J. Uh, he says, I hate to bother you here, but my daughter Madison, I would like to nominate for Drinking Bro at of the Week. Uh, she was a little fighter who wouldn't give up. She had a massive uh, vascular event which damaged her brain beyond repair. Uh, I made the decision to only provide her care that would make her comfortable. She fought like a warrior for 11 days before her poor little body gave out, and she passed away yesterday. Um, even as little as she was, she never gave up, and uh, she was, um, yeah, she was a fighter, man. She was an absolute fighter. Uh, he says, I know she would have grown up to be a badass, uh, and a little bro at, so I, uh, I appreciate you got your, the show and I appreciate you guys what you do and, uh, and for nominating my daughter. Hey man. Hey Jay. We, uh, look, we appreciate you writing in and, uh, we appreciate you sharing, sharing your story with us and, uh, no doubt, man, we're, we're sure she would have been a little bro at. So, uh, cheers, 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 Hayes. cheers. And, uh, oh, cheers. On, on that note, uh, you know, you're welcome to submit any story you want. Uh, it can be for, for someone that passed away, someone that, that's alive, somebody that, that did something heroic, something funny. Um, you know, you, you can submit whatever you want. We appreciate you hearing. Maybe, uh, maybe somebody has another dirty Randy friend. I know. <laughs> so we appreciate you hearing. We, we appreciate you, uh, uh, you telling us your stories and uh, sharing them with us. And we're glad, uh, you know. A few times a week, we get to share them with the world. Uh, on that note, for, uh, for the man behind the chin, Mr. Rocco Vincent Vargas, uh, Jared Toddlers and Tiaras Taylor. It's it not is. My nickname. It is. Everybody online my... is, is just really caught I, I haven't with seen that. any. I haven't seen anything online. There's so many anything. pictures. I've seen, I haven't They're seen everywhere. a single person call me Jared Toddlers and Tiara oh Taylor. Oh, my God. It, that, that's all they call you. They don't even know your real name anymore. They don't even know your real name anymore. I haven't uh, seen anything, so <laughs> I, I think I think you guys are playing. You're pulling my leg. No, no, we're you're not. We're pulling, not. We're not pulling your biscuits. You're pulling on this. my dumb. You're pulling my biscuits, Ross. <laughs> pulling, <laughs> pulling your biscuits. I you're pulling it. my biscuits. And we're not pulling your biscuits on this one. Uh, we love you. Leg. We love you, kids. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Uh, we, we will see you soon. Don't pull we'll my come, biscuits. Yeah, don't pull your biscuits. Come out to Freedom Fest. Uh, come find us in, in Boulder, Colorado. We love you guys. Bye. Good night. Baby, you're all that I want. When you're lying here in my eyes, I'm finding it hard to believe.